listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 291 for June 12th, 2020. This week, we talk about silent retreats, buried treasure, accordions, Google Pixel Buds, cancel culture, and fast food hamburgers. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Uh, uh, I knew you were going to make some god-awful sound. Honey, when do I like a ghoul. I mean, it's honestly, in this day and age, you have, that's all you can do sometimes is wail. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's the only way, that's the only thing keeping me alive is I just have to wail every day or else I just keep it bottled in and then I explode. It's the sound of like our souls trying to escape and you got to shove it back in there and say, not yet. Honey, all my soul wants Not to yet. do is leave this mortal plane. Let me tell you what. I feel it's it. It's over it. I feel it. How are you? Oh, you know, I'm living my life. I cooked some fish today. Let me just mention that on the podcast Ugh. so everyone knows. How um, much milk? No milk. Did you have with your fish? Absolutely zero milk. It's nice to have a bucket of milk and a bucket of fish. Yeah. Well, the fish, I got it. It looked like fish. It wasn't breaded. It wasn't frozen. Um, it looked like, what do you mean it looked like fish? I mean, it wasn't in, in stick form. Oh, okay. It wasn't ground. Yeah. It wasn't mystery fish. It was salmon. Are fish sticks ground? I don't Like, you, you know, know, like a hamburger? It, yeah. Is it like a ground meat? I don't know. And at this point, I am too afraid to ask. It's like a paste. Right. That it, squirted out mm. into a mold. It's like, you know how the, there was that, People were talking about how chicken nuggets were that like pink goo. And it's like, girl, what the fuck did you oh, think chicken yeah. nuggets were? Actual chicken? Get out of here. Yeah, you that's know, what fish are probably. It's I probably was fish never goo. I was never a big chicken nugget eater. What oh, Ian, what were you eating instead? Were you eating the toys? Do you I always hated hamburgers at McDonald's. I do not understand the appeal of a hamburger from McDonald's. Like if you're gonna get a hamburger, go mm-hmm. to Checkers or Rally's. Go right. get yourself a double bacon, barbecue bacon cheeseburger. Right. Go get, get, your, go nice. get yourself a square at Wendy's. Just or, one square. I don't know. Just one square they of burger. They throw a square patty at you at the drive-thru. I don't know anything away. about. I Yeah, I just, I think, I mean, even Wendy's is gross too, but right. I don't understand fast food burgers. Yeah. Go to Backyard. Oh my God, did you have Backyard Burgers? Backyardigans? Back, is, wait, was that a TV show? That was a children's show on... Nick Jr. Oh, I was thinking of Wig the Wiggles for a second. I mean, same area. Anyway, though. What's Backyard um, Burgers? Backyard Burgers. We used to go to Backyard Burgers every Sunday after church. Um, I don't know. You can get a hot dog. You can get burgers. Okay. You can get seasoned fries. You can get waffle fries. Uh, waffle fries are always good. Waffle fries were pretty good. No, we didn't have that. I don't, I don't understand the concept of like a fast food burger either. I don't know what it was, but I, it was like probably seventh or eighth grade. I truly don't remember what triggered it. It was probably just because that fast food burgers are kind of gross. I was like, I'm every anytime I go to a fast food restaurant, I'm just gonna get chicken because like I don't like red meat from fast food restaurants. And I I hadn't had a fast food burger for like ten years, and then I had one like a few years ago, and I was like, why was I no? I need to not eat this, and then I stopped again. So I don't know what the well, and that's my story. Follow your heart, mm-hmm. and if it leads you to fish. Then Follow get a new heart. somewhere else. Yeah. Get a new heart. Get a new heart, God. girl, because that one's defective. Anyway, I didn't have fish uh, yeah. sticks. I just had salmon, and it was good. I put it in a rice bowl. I'm so hashtag healthy. Wow. Well, I'm good not. for you. I smothered it in teriyaki sauce, girl. So she tried, well, at least. that's good, too. That's, there are worse condiments. I know it's high in sodium. Right. Let me tell you a story. Here we go. I had to get, I have gone twice to go get my phlebotomy work, my routine blood work done. Mm. And I thought that, I thought that was when they stick the ice pick in your brain and they. The they, lobotomy appointment. Yeah, your lobotomy appointment. Let me tell you, they won't, I keep asking about that too and they keep denying me, but <laughs> huh. they say they don't do that anymore. Honey. Girl, God. Cancel culture, um, am I right? They cancel Bring it, it back. Bring back the lobotomy. <laughs> Honey, Get that trending. First honey. in line. Anyway, um, I I went once, and so my doctor's outsourcing all of uh, like their office is closed, so they're outsourcing it to LabCorp. So you have to go to a general LabCorp. You know, you check in on your phone. That it's very impersonal. You know, mm, and it's I love fine. That. Checking it, in on your phone. I'm, oh, it is very like nice though. I love that. Um, I don't dislike getting my 
blood work done at a lab corp or whatever. And then you, we're supposed to like tell a, you know, what are they, telehealth? That's the big thing. That's the big buzzword in the yeah, medical industry. Because of COVID. We telehealth yeah, and we talk about it. We still have to sign in on a stone tablet up here. It's so annoying. I believe it. You yeah. ride your horse down mm-hmm. to the I, post you, office. You have, to, you have to bring your own chalk to sign it. They don't provide it. Um. Well, anyway. Anyway. Continue. Sorry about your life. But uh, so I went down there. It's So I'm having to go like downtown to do it, which is fine. Absolutely fine. Um. But not taking public transportation right now. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So I get down there last week. And their system's down. And I was like, all right, that's fine. I really didn't want to do it today anyway. System of a day. I'll reschedule. Um, so I went back on, I don't know if it was Monday. I don't even know what day today is. Thursday? Doesn't We're recording matter. this on Thursday. I went back on Monday and they like didn't even have my order. And my doctor had like forgotten to even order my blood work. So at this wow. point, I've like taken three lifts, two different days, back and forth to get down there. Also... My Lyft drivers, like, aren't wearing masks, and it's really confusing and concerning. And one of them was, like, smoking in the car. <laughs> was it my mom? And I was... <laughs> <laughs> Things my Funny, mom would do. Not wear been. a mask and smoke in a I'm car. Just, I'm tired. That's all. I've. It's been... It's been a, it's been a week. And Girl. then one of them was, like, even ranting about... I don't know. He, like ranting loudly to me about coronavirus while not wearing a mask while the windows are rolled up while he's smoking and i'm like what is this that's going on right now and i'm wearing i'm sitting in the back wearing a mask right i mean i am i'm 100 super thankful that they're working for one thing because they're exposing themselves to a lot and quite frankly my physical health is really bad in the summer. Right. Like I've already been feeling faint, getting headaches. It's been 90 plus degrees. My body can't handle it. Yeah, so I'm glad coming. they're there to drive me downtown, mm-hmm. you know. But oh my God, Lord, I'm tired. Well, I'm sorry you couldn't get your blood sucked this time. Hopefully you can get it sucked I soon. know. I was there down there at the lab corp, had to leave the building because I went to get a phone reception, trying to call my doctor for 20 minutes, get her to order my labs. There was a phone reception. Are you you getting your blood drawn in like a prison in a basement? Well, they're called multi-story buildings, Sam. I know you don't have them in Montana, but they're called (laughs) skyscrapers. And sometimes you don't get cell phone reception in them. Really? Because it's called steel beams. Ugh. I'm well, sorry. Our barns aren't made out of our skyscrapers aren't made out of your barn material. Well, I guess the fact that uh, you know every building that I'm in is made out of straw, and so the cell signal gets in really easily. <laughs> You're the first little pig, honey. This I'm, little in wanna... the the big bad wolf blew that house right down, honey. Yeah, you know the big bad wolf capitalism blowed me right down. <laughs> Defund the police. Let me tell you. But anyway, defund. Speaking of which, defund the police. <laughs> Speaking of defund the police. Speaking of important um, announcements. No kidding, though. I need to stop bitching about myself. Uh, we do. I do have. I'm trying to like bring some uh, links to share awareness every week using our platform. Yes. Continue bringing awareness. Black Lives Matter. And then it's also Pride Month. Um Vice actually posted this. Okay, I thought this would be good to counter all of the J.K. Rowling transphobia Ugh, that she's spouting into until the universe. You just mentioned it, and now, honey, we're back. What a hill to die on! What a hill to die on! You know, um, it's what she, what you know what it's what she loves. She loves digging I, her apparently hole. Apparently, so she it literally rolled around the Pride Month, and J.K. Rowling was like, "Okay." She opens up her MacBook. Yeah, she's like, Honey, I, I saw. want attention. So <laughs> I am going to well, just um, continue. Okay, sorry. I know I know. Vice is not always, sometimes it's a good source, sometimes it's not a good source. It's, you it's, know, it's debatable. It's like chaotic neutral. Um, but they posted a big list of uh, black trans uh, organizations mm-hmm. or black trans um, organizations that support black trans people. Um, so it's a homeless black trans women's fund, the Okra project, black trans travel fund, uh, trans women of color survival fund. And there are several of them. All of them are really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also, uh, there was another one. I posted about it on Twitter, uh, trans women of color collective. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are all great places you can donate. You can look up information there. 
you can help uh, the black trans people community mm-hmm. because Pride Month is often whitewashed. Know, Pride Month is very, very whitewashed. And yeah. we forget about all of the people who make up Pride. Right. And we don't need to do that. We need to lift each other up and support everybody. Exactly. So, um, we'll post we'll post these links in the description. Um, check them out. Mm-hmm. There's several of them there. Uh, so yeah, good. Yeah, I think that that's a that's a good idea. Continue posting uh, links uh, to organizations that um, are for people that need our support and not J.K. Rowling. Um, I saw on no. Twitter um, what a, a lot of people were doing is a lot of people were. Um, I think we're replying to J.K. Rowling, but I mean, she was trending and blah, 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 blah. We all know the reason why. But a lot of people were um, using that, like the J.K. Rowling hashtag to signal boost um, uh, black women authors or books about um, trans women or trans people and just kind of like trying to hijack the hashtag in order to um, boost boost up people that are that are like writing fantasy or, you know, stuff like that, that that it's more inclusive and not, you know, from someone who's transphobic and a fucking turf like J.K. Rowling is. Um, so that was nice to see. Um, and then I just I don't even know. I, I, I'm just so exhausted by her. I don't even know what to say at this point. Like, I don't know. Like, no, I don't either. It's we, confusing. I, I think the the main point of this is that J.K. Rowling in the past has... Um, dog whistled that she is a turf, a trans ex- exclusionary radical feminist, someone who doesn't believe that uh, trans women are women and doesn't believe that trans men are men and um, thinks that they're a threat to cisgendered people and a threat to like bathroom politics and shit. Like she's crazy and misinformed and frankly, pretty fucking stupid, um, in my opinion, because of those uh, opinions. Regardless, where where was I going with this? Um, oh, she was she, she, the the fact that over this past weekend and this week, um, she it, it was less of a of of dog whistle and more she's coming out and it definitely is a transphobe. Like she is admitting it at this point. It's not just like little well, tidbits yeah. pieces here and there. Everyone like we could infer that she was transphobic before, but now she has officially come out as a transphobe and a turf. So at least we don't need to question her motives and we don't need to like give her the benefit of the doubt anymore. If, if any of these situations, I mean, I don't think a lot of people were at this point, but in the past when this, you know, shit was first starting to come to the surface, a lot of people were like, Oh, like give her a chance, blah, blah, blah. And then more shit. And then more shit. And now she's like, she came out of the turf closet. Like, we are here. She's a loud and proud transphobe. She, you know, doesn't, you know, listen to to trans people's life experiences. She doesn't believe that they're valid and she's playing the fucking victim. Um, And so, yeah, now we don't have to question where her motives lie. I guess that's my soapbox. But I'm just like, it's okay, It's very cool. interesting. It's, I just find it fascinating because, you know, she had those tweets like a month or two ago and then... People explained to her why she was wrong. They they were like, no, this, 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 this. Right. And the thing that blows my mind is just she didn't listen. No. Do you know what I mean? Like no. you could have sat down and listened, girl. Right. And you didn't. Right. And not only did she not listen, but she doubled down on it. Mm-hmm. And then she wrote, she wrote this thing. Yeah. So I feel she, like there was she, a video. I didn't watch the video. But there was a video? I, w- I don't know. I saw her post some video on her twitter or something all, all i, I know is that like there were those tweets and then she you know took a couple days off of twitter thank fucking god if anyone needs their twitter privileges taken away it's our president and jk rowling they can fight to the death over it um but she came back and she wrote that that what is it a think piece a, a it's not a think yeah. piece because she wasn't really she's not thinking well, very much a, a thoughtless piece yeah she she wrote a blog entry um kind of um, not uh, elaborating on her feelings and doubling down even more and explaining why she's a transphobe and why she's a turf. I didn't read it. I don't know if that's irresponsible of me to just infer that it was fucking bad, but I was going off of other people on Twitter who supposedly had read it and were like, it's not worth your time. Um, did you read it? I read bits and pieces of it. I read a breakdown of it that was like line by line. Here's what she said. Here's what she means. Here's why she's wrong. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So dissecting it. it. I mean, I think 
Obviously, she's been a little suspect ever since she said Dumbledore was gay and she tacked that on. Right. And then she told us wizards pooped themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, we should have known. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We should have known she was headed nowhere good. It's, I don't know. It's so funny. She's too just because... another rich person who's not listening. And, right. it's just... and the thing is, is she's she's rich and she's not listening and she thinks it's everyone's fault but her. That's the tea. Um, it's just so interesting to me because like she like had this like s- prestige because, you know, she's one of she's the the most popular children's book author ever. Um, and she, you well, know, she, she has, was a part of her books were a part of so many of our childhood. Right, ex- extremely popular. Harry Potter was extremely popular, made her millions, made people, made, you know, a lot of people billions of dollars. And she could have just sat in her glass castle with her millions of dollars and kept her transphobic mouth shut. And we would all still be loving and adoring her if she, and she, we we would have been none the wiser, but she just had to dig herself this hole. And now an entire generation of people that read Harry Potter, but also believe that trans people ha- should have fucking human rights um, are completely disowning her. And she's losing, you know, a huge part of her audience, rightfully so. But it's I mean, like, damn, girl. She didn't really do, she didn't really make anything good after Harry Potter. Well, and right, Harry, exactly. Harry Potter's got its own problems anyway. Oh, yeah, but we're not saying that it's not problematic, but, like, a lot of people she, adored that series, and a lot of people grew up with it, and it shaped a lot of young people's lives, so it was, it was you know, important to a lot of people growing up. Uh, anyway, donate to these organizations that support yeah. black trans people. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, um, just, yeah. use your time and money to support people and, that yeah. need it. What a mess. Well, J.K. Rowling. That's that on that, I guess. That's that on that. Uh, um, speaking of emerging from nowhere. Oh. Uh, J.K. Rowling. I don't know. She kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't but, know where going with this. Uh, did you see the guy who was on like a Buddhist silent meditation in a remote cabin alone for like two and a half months, right, right before coronavirus was starting? And then he emerged semi-recently, so he was not aware of any of it. Oh, really? That must be nice. Yeah. So there was this article on Boston.com. Um, first of all, okay, Daniel Thorson is his name. Uh, on the morning of May 23rd, that's when he rejoined society, it says, after an absence of two and a half months. Mm-hmm. It says um, he spent that time in silent meditation in a cabin in northwestern Vermont. I don't know. This seems very, very white person. Yeah. Um, like I'm going to go to Bali out. or whatever. L- let me just read you this description of him on Boston.com. Okay. He's, paint the picture for me. He's a podcaster and enthusiastic online philosopher. So he's got a Reddit account. So he has a Reddit account. Mm-hmm. He has a Reddit account. I don't know anything about him. Maybe he's fine. But we can smell the Reddit just, on him. I hate. I would hate to be described as an enthusiastic online philosopher. I'm it's sorry. More, it, I, I, name me one person that actually described him as that. I give you. I'll give you a hundred dollars if he, if I went to someone's LinkedIn and it said enthusiastic online philosopher, I would like you'd block him. I block him from my company. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Okay, so he's 33. Uh, I think he's got, I mean, he's got a really interesting perspective on this, though, uh, from all of it. He was talking about, um, he says, while I was on retreat, there was this collective trauma, traumatic emotional experience that I wasn't a part of. How how do I put this back together? You Mm know, Um, he was talking about things that weren't discussed anymore, like the Australian wildfires, the presidential election. Like all of these things that when he went into isolation, those were the main things on the front page of the newspaper. And, and like, now it's like we haven't fucking heard about world. Australian fight. Right. It's like those things never happened. I forgot about the Australian wildfires. Yeah. Girl, you know? it's the news cycle. You know, as soon as they are not important, they're gone from everywhere. Um. Oh, and Brexit, too. He said people just stopped talking about Brexit. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, that. But he said, I would turn a corner in the grocery store. Someone would be there. They would recoil. Says he hasn't installed the COVID operating system is what he calls it, which is interesting because I don't know. It's it. It kind of reminded me 
how in the span of just like, I don't know, two and a half months, we have completely changed the way we interact with people in public. Oh, absolutely. It's completely different. Like, I we barely go in public as it is mm-hmm. uh, these days. But when we do, we wear a mask in the grocery store. That's the only place we go. Um, and you do. You, like, freak out if someone's in the same aisle as you. And you, like, very much excuse yourself and, like, leave, wait at the end of the aisle. You know, because in a lot of places, numbers are going back up. Right. Because, hey, it's almost like we opened everything too soon. But, right. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. And, oh, and he talked about... Um, it says on day three, after he returned to the modern world, Thorson restored color to the screen of his mobile phone, which had been locked in grayscale throughout his retreat. I don't know if he had access to his, maybe he has phone with on airplane mode or something. He played Candy Crush. I have no idea why he had his phone. No, in he retreat. was playing Punko Pop. Po- playing what? Remember that game? What was that? Poco Pong? Poco Pong. That's the one. Love Poco Pong. But you need an <laughs> internet connection to play. Oh, uh, okay. Things you know Penny, that I absolutely don't know. That one sends your info directly to some other government. Oh, absolutely. Um, but he said uh, he turned, you know, color back on on his phone, but it hurt his eyes. He said the red on the phone is nothing like the red of a flower. It was oh, kind of a off. super stimulating thing. <laughs> My question is, why did he even re- <laughs> like why at this point? Why even return to society? Like, stay in your secluded bubble. Oof. You like you won't have to deal with the 24 hour news cycle of how, you know, the entire planet's burning to the fucking ground. You don't have to deal with covid. It, it would be nice. All you do is just you sit know, in the cabin in the woods and play Tetris on your Game Boy Color or something. I don't know. I I would love to do a silent retreat. I would absolutely. I don't know if I could do more than a week. Mm-hmm. And even I think even then it would be very difficult for me. Right. Um. It would be a good type of difficult. But I, it's something that I feel like would be hard, but it would be good. Yes. I mm. feel like I feel like it takes you, you have to have a certain amount of privilege to be able to do this. Exactly. You know yeah, I mean? this, this is this is. Yeah, this is this why people is being, very, I want to go to Bali. Right. It's it's I don't know. Just to be able to disconnect yourself from everyday life. I don't know. I don't I don't know if I could do that. You know, right. first of all, I need the money. For one thing, I need to keep working so I have money. Right, right, right. Um, but I think it would be really interesting. And it never occurred to me. So I've been doing this at night now. I've been putting my phone in grayscale. Mm-hmm. I already do. Uh, I do the focus mode every night. Right. But I've been putting it. I took it. This is the one note I the one note I took from him. And I've been putting my phone in grayscale every night. And it's like, for one, it's made me notice there's like no contrast in basically every app. Right. But uh, it makes me look at it does make me look at my phone less. Interesting. I'll have to try that because yeah. I know that my when my phone like goes into bedtime mode or whatever and it goes to do not disturb, it does turn to grayscale. But I, oh, really? You've already got that turned on. Yeah, I have it turned on, but it's usually like it only it turns on at like 2 a.m. Like I'm already asleep. Oh. So I, I'm <laughs> not you? like using my phone. I thought you stayed up to like five. I mean, some sometimes I do, but like, I mean, most those that's usually on the weekend and I have it turned off on the weekend. Mm. But on weekdays, I have it set at 2 a.m. It goes into Do Not Disturb and um, Grayscale. So I know that my phone does that, but I haven't used my phone much while it's in Grayscale mode. So I haven't really like had an opportunity to look at it and notice if I'm using my phone less because I'm already asleep. So I'm curious if I like put it into grayscale mode at like 8 p.m. and I have some more hours where I'm going to be using my phone, if I would use it less if it's in grayscale mode compared to when it is showing color. Interesting experiment. It's definitely, I don't know, it's, I, the, the lights, the colors in the phone. The lights, the colors. The lights. I feel like I'm talking about like seeing a color television for the first time. I mean, yeah. But they are very bright. Mm-hmm. Like, even putting it on grayscale and having my brightness the same feels a lot better. Right. Um, I tried to just spend, like, kind of a day with it in grayscale, but there are a lot of settings. Like, you know, like, it'll be green when it's on and red when it's off, just, like, random settings in an app or something. Right. They're not contrasted, so you can't tell. Like, when it's grayscale, then, it's the same shade of gray. Because mm. it's... So you can't tell if something's on or off sometimes. And that's annoying. I know you can change to like high contrast mode, but right. well, I don't know. It made me realize how much color uh, signals different things to us. Right. In yeah, apps. No, I, get, I get where you're going with that. Yeah. Well, anyway, 
Are you going to go take a silent retreat? <sighs> when Girl. can we when can we uh, pencil you in? I mean, every at the six days a week where I'm not talking to you is such a great silent <laughs> retreat. Let me tell you. Oh, well, no. I, I have I have told you that like my my parents own a cabin in like the middle of the mountains in Montana and like eastern Montana. And every time we go to that cabin, like there's electricity and running water, but there's no Internet and there's no cell service. And so every time I go, it's it's like a it, it's forcing me to use my phone less because I'm not connected to the Internet. Um, and so that's really nice. I mean, it's different than like a silent retreat where you're like not with anyone because I'm usually with my family when I'm up there. And also is a silent it is like the, the concept of a silent retreat like you aren't talking at all. Or is the, the concept of a silent retreat like you just being alone? Um, I don't know. It said he spent the time in silent meditation in a cabin. I I feel like he was alone, but maybe he wasn't. It well, shows a picture yeah. of the cabin, and the cabin is like one room. I think he was alone in it. Okay. So I'm just. But I was, there are different kinds. There's like ones where you can go to monasteries and they just make sure you don't talk. Right. I was just curious if he was if he was allowed to talk to himself because that would be me probably. You know. Um. I think you can talk to yourself. You I don't think you to have to else. like keep your mouth shut. Girl, keep your mouth shut. Keep your. I don't think they like tape your mouth. Girl, yeah, that's a different type of retreat. Honey, <laughs> sign me up. Um. So yeah, I mean, I, I've done something like this, not exactly, but like, what? When was the last time that you went somewhere where you didn't have cell service for like at least a whole day? Never. Really. I don't think I've ever been anywhere where I haven't had cell service for a whole day. Oh, my God. I don't. We went to fucking Jellystone Park with the kids. Oh, that's right. And camped. But that's like a big ass commercial park. That's right. not like a rural out in the middle of nowhere. I don't. I've And I've definitely gone on road trips where I haven't had cell service part of the time. But I've never. I don't think it's ever been like, hey, we're going here and you're not going to have a phone. Right. It was never an extended period of time. Right. Interesting. No, well, I maybe want, one day I want it, though. I'm fucking ready. <laughs> Get me away from this. Get me out of here. Um, speaking of remote places. Uh, did where are you, you sending hear... me this time? <laughs> well, this actually took place near you. Uh-oh. Um, did you hear that? Okay. Rich millionaire, Forrest Finn. Do you know that? Did you hear about him? I don't this? know who. Forrest Gump? Forrest Finn. Okay. So he is... It says, I'm reading this on The Guardian, art and antiquities collector, but I went to Wikipedia to see how he made his money. And it was, let's see, he retired from the Air Force and then he ran his own gallery, uh, which sold American Indian artifacts, Ugh. paintings, bronze sculptures, other arts. So you know. I was just going to say, you know how, you know, white antiquity um, people make their money by selling shit from indigenous people that they stole exactly so that's who he is um so he hid a treasure in the rocky mountains that's worth that was worth like speculated two million dollars or something uh he was like dying from some sort of cancer and then he was like all right i'm gonna bury this treasure somewhere and someone's gonna find it whatever but then he survived the cancer he published an autobiography in 2010 called The Thrill of the Chase, and there were, like, clues to where it was buried. Oh, so it was like an uh, IRL treasure hunt. IRL treasure hunt that, like, literally bored rich person does. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a bronze chest believed to be filled with gold, coins, jewelry, other items. Some claimed it was a hoax. Some people sued him. About four people are believed to have died while searching for it. Jesus Some Christ. people have like depleted their life savings looking for it, spent so much time looking for it. Um, it's been found. Oh. It done been found. So uh Finn told the New Mexican in twenty seventeen. I don't know if the I guess the New Mexican is a newspaper in New Mexico. Okay. Um told him the chest weighed twenty pounds, its contents weighed another twenty-two pounds. Um and, but this month, it's been done found. They're after me, lucky charms. There, it's been done found. Uh, the person who found it doesn't want to be named. I wouldn't anonymous. Either. I don't want people coming after sent, me because I found treasure. Yeah. Uh, but they, like, verified it with emails, blah, 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 pictures, nice. whatever. Oh, my God. I mean, I guess so. But I, I don't even know what's in it. Like, that is just such a... 
the whole thing pisses me off. <laughs> Why? Because you didn't the find it? The whole thing it? literally pisses. Well, no, just because for one, the stuff in there, let's see, pre-Columbian animal figures went in along with prehistoric mirrors of hammered gold, ancient Chinese faces carved from jade and antique jewelry with rubies and emeralds. This is the, I'm reading that straight from The Guardian. Mm. Um, I don't know. It just sounds like a whole bunch of stuff he stole from other people and he put in a box. Well, I mean, isn't that what treasure is? I know as rich people do. <laughs> do you know? I, mean, I don't know. Like, I don't, I, I don't think all rich people make IRL treasure hunts, but also like. They do. All of them. <laughs> I can't believe, you know, all it's found them. Kim Kardashian's buried treasure in the Hollywood Hills. Oh my God. Can you imagine? It's just like, it's, it's just, just a, a Box, box of silicone lip fillers yeah <laughs> lip injections i mean uh, i'd take them i just inject them all over honey honey talk about a bad honey idea. honey um well, i don't know I don't would know. you would you spend your life savings trying to find some buried treasure in the middle of the mountains no okay absolutely not <laughs> uh the search went through like it says new mexico colorado wyoming montana you should have been looking for this shit first of all it ran straight through your fucking state. You have you have the Rocky Mountains. Yeah, they're right there. They're right next to me. I was too busy um, sleeping and having depression. <laughs> so that's that's a full time job. Too busy having depression. Mm-hmm. His, on the Wikipedia page, it like lists the people who were who died out searching for it. Jesus, I know. I just I don't know. Why don't you just give the money to a charity or something? Do you know right. what I mean? I just think it's a dick move. <laughs> I do. I think it's such a dick move to have so much money and so many people don't have any money or barely any money. And you just go dig a hole and put your money in it. Honey. Because you don't want it. And it's like, we want it. I have student loans. I'm on Medicaid. (laughs) So whoever whoever found the $2 million worth of treasure, please email the show samandjoegmail.com to give, to donate it to Joe specifically to pay for his student loans. I mean... You know what they say, no one makes a billion, you steal a billion, steal a billion. Uh, I don't know, that's what Elizabeth Warren said, maybe. And I'm not directly quoting her. Yeah, that sounds accurate. Mm -hmm. So, it's really my money, the whole time. (laughs) That's the mystery, that's that's the secret. (laughs) It was Joe's money the whole time. You know what I buried? I'm tired, I'm probably misspeaking this entire podcast, but I'm trying. It's just a fever dream. You you know what I put in the the, um, hole that I dig in the ground? I don't want to know. My shit. I know, I didn't want to know. And and no one searches for that. No one searches for my buried treasure. Didn't Katya say she buries her money in a hole and fucks it? Yes, she did. That's a good idea, you know? Gotta mark your territory. Sure. Um, well, okay, good job. I'm curious what the person who found this this treasure is gonna do with it. Are they gonna It says they were looking for it. Like this wasn't a stumble upon. They used clues from his book. No, I find it. I I know, but I'm curious if that if the person that did find it, if like are they gonna keep all the treasure are they gonna keep all the money are they gonna donate some like what do you do like how do you convert that into like money like you i don't know i would be so pissed if i found i just imagine wheelbarrowing jewels in a you know with like gold chains to the bank and you just dump it on the you know table being like okay i'll exchange this for money and then they call the police i'd be furious if you worked at a bank. Furious. Well, no, if I found treasure and it was just like gold doubloons. Right. Isn't that a coin? Yeah. And right. I was just like, this isn't currency. You might right. as well give me like, you might as well fill this with sticks of gum. Yeah, I can't direct know? deposit this. Where's no. the routing number? What a fucking load of shit. What if, you, what if instead of treasure, it was 20 pounds of chocolate gold coins? Now that's the treasure we can all agree is the best kind of treasure that that chocolate that's like barely even chocolate it's like the lowest quality chocolate it's like wax. It's covered in it's like, yeah, it's like wax hershey's mm-hmm. let me tell you hershey's is wax oh yeah it's wax. allegedly anyways well sorry you didn't find the treasure joe thanks i didn't even know about it no one <laughs> told me i was very upset for a lot of reasons mm, we can tell you know i'm sorry well it's next okay. time next time there's a buried treasure i'll i'll make sure to you know at you on DM Twitter me. or whatever. Yeah, DM Someone you the DM me if there's any other treasures. Are you, your DM's even open? 
They're probably not. I feel like I recently closed them. Girl, close. Are yours or... open? Oh, no, I wait. Don't... I get message requests, I think. Yeah, oh, I get message I requests um, from, like, spam accounts. That's about the only people that hit me up. Um, I did do something recently that we talked about six months ago. Exactly. At the beginning of the year, you deleted all of your tweets on Twitter. Yeah, I deleted everything longer than like three or six months or something. Right. Do you did you have any regrets? How you know, have you no, thought about it? Absolutely since? not. That's not the same person I was. I mean, you know, right. We changed so much. I'm that's I don't recognize who I was six months ago. Do you know what I mean? Right. And the yeah. thoughts I had and the reasons I tweeted some of the things I did were yeah. dumb. It's good to just flush so, it down the toilet, honey. Oh god. You're a different yes. person it's, now. It is Y'all need to delete your social medias, you yeah. know? Also, you gotta do it. When you're like, oh God, what what's the age range? If you're if you are younger than 23 years old, you need it it, it should be illegal for you to publicly post things on the internet because it will come back to haunt you regardless in the future, unless you well, burn yeah. that shit to well, the ground. Yeah. Cause like, yeah. girl, 15-year-old well, me is not the same as 26-year-old me. No, definitely not 15-year-old me. Um, no, I agree. So you finally deleted I everything fu- older than six months? Yeah, I deleted all of my tweets older than six months. And the reason why was because um, the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen fandom is burning alive currently. You were thought you were going to get canceled? Well, no. I mean, honey, I've probably already been canceled. But I was like, it, it sparked that thing in my mind where I was like, oh, shit. Remember what I was going to do this six months ago and then I put it off? I should do that now. This gives me a good excuse to actually finally follow through. And so, yeah, I I went in and I used a service to both. I first archived all of my tweets. So all of my problematic tweets from 2008, I can read, but no one else can. Um, and then which you can download straight from Twitter. Yeah, you you download your archive. It's really nice that you can even that you can do that. And so I have that in a in an encrypted folder on on my server so no one can access it. And then it deleted everything that was earlier than or uh, yeah, later than six months. And so, yeah, I I don't I don't. What if you just I've got a I've got I've got a suggestion to keep you from ever posting anything problematic. Just lock me out of my account. Why don't you delete everything plus six months too? How about you just delete your account? That's what you're trying to suggest. (laughs) Just cancel the whole thing. Delete your account. Because I don't know. Send it back to Jack. Yeah. He doesn't want it, girl. He's busy. Let me tell you. Um, I, I feel like the Twitter is just more and more and more spur in the moment. It's like, I don't, I don't look back at like, oh God, like, I'm so proud of this thing that I tweeted two years ago. Like, I'm going to miss it if I delete my, you know, if I'm going to delete tweets longer than or older than six months. Like, no, like I, I barely even remember what I had for breakfast, let alone, you know, proud of a tweet that I made two years ago. Like, girl, like be proud of more substantial things in your life, not a tweet. Anyway, I suggest um, give your give your Twitter a little spruce and destroy your past opinions so no one else can dig them up when they become problematic. Well, they didn't become problematic. They were always problematic. You just grew as a person. So, yeah. So congratulations I, yeah. for me to try to cover my tracks. God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing. What's the tea? I don't even really know what to think. First of all, I've been hearing all about the Bon Appetit stuff. Bon right. Appetit. Uh, but I don't, I've never seen Bon Appetit. So I've been having to like Google all of the, players in the game right you know it's it's nice hearing about like hot tea and you don't have like a a, you don't have a stake in the game you know like you don't have any opinions like you're just watching from a third person point of view you're just eating your popcorn and you're watching you know the burning the the building burn down straight to the fucking ground you know it's there's something nice about that and that's the position that you're in because you aren't you don't have a you know you don't have any alliances do you know that we've talked about like cancel culture in the podcast before? Oh yeah, we talk about and it. And it like it it terrifies me. Having been on the internet for right. half of my life, you know, like 15 years, mm-hmm. I am terrified. Like I don't I try to really I I think there was a time in my young internet days where I was deaf I don't 
you know, I wasn't going around shouting a whole bunch of horrible things or anything, but I wasn't trying as consciously as I am right now to not be a horrible person. Do you know what I mean? When when you're, whereas now I want, I want my channel to be a safe space. I want, you know, we talk about some stuff on this podcast that's, that's not for everybody, but I don't want anyone to feel excluded here or, you know, hated on. Yeah. And we weren't always like that, honestly. And I'm sure we've said stuff at the beginning of this podcast and with that, our views have changed on. Oh, absolutely. And it's just, but I don't have any memories of it. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a, it's one of those things where it's like somebody can get you for something that you don't even believe anymore, but you said it and you hurt people with it. So you should own up to it and learn from it. But then a lot of the time they, Apologies come off as hollow, right? And and that person's done forever. Do you know what I mean? Like they're done. Yeah. Um. And in some cases, I think they should be done. (laughs) Yeah. In some cases, if in some cases, it's 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 defining that line whether they are redeemable or permanently canceled. And and on the internet, like that line, I feel like is skewed a lot more to permanently canceled. Regardless of of the, yeah. the severity of the problem problematic thing that was said or done, I would, and I well, I think then you get a whole bunch of voices in who don't. I'm not. By the way, I this is not me talking about the Bon Appetit stuff at no, all. No, we're just talking about any cancel of those culture people. in general. We're talking about in general. Yeah, right. We're not alluding it, to anything. A lot of people. We're just using it as then, an example. Right. A lot of people jump in who like don't know that it's internet person like say like some youtubers said something stupid mm-hmm. and which happens every fucking day yeah, but multiple times then a day. you have like a lot of people jumping in on it who don't really they don't know the person they don't know who their audience is they don't know i don't know how old the video is or how old what they said was and if it's so their first impression if of it this reflects person is, who there is, is this is this problematic right. well, thing that they said their on the first internet imp- it's their first impression of them, but it's their only impression of them, yes. too. It's not that they, you know, they were never going to watch their videos. They were never going to do this or this or this. But now they hate them, period, underlined, bold. It's over. You know, and yeah. And then it dogpiles and it's, I don't know. I, I, and I, a lot of people who does, who have been canceled, I think have deserved it. Right. That, you know, that's the thing in that, the sense of like the things they've done over the years and how hollow their apologies are. And they clearly don't get it. They don't change their ways mm-hmm. and they do it again. But it's still terrifying that it can happen right. to anyone over anything. And I I don't know. I just think we should be more aware of it. Right. And well, I, I think I think the problem is, ways. is that it's very it's so much easier to look at situations as. Um, binary as black and white as either it's a one or it's a zero it's nothing in between you know it's it's hard to take a bunch of things into consideration and to have a more complicated view on things rather than it being completely this or completely that and there's no middle ground um and i feel like that it's 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 way easier and so that's why people are like either you're canceled or you're not either you're over or you're not there's no middle ground um and it's just easier to think that way. And what's also super complicated is like you were saying, there are a lot of people that I think rightfully deserve to be canceled because they have said a bunch of really problematic things. And they, you know, I don't believe that they're good people. But it's like after multiple occurrences, there's like there's multiple pieces against them proving time and time again that they are this type of person. It wasn't just like a one off thing that they said when they were 12. You know, like it's not good and it depends on how you handle it in the future. But it's like it's unfortunately it's complicated because cancel culture can be really scary. And also cancel culture can bring people down that had an enormous amount of power that were abusing it. You know, so it's like there's good and bad and it's used in both ways, unfortunately. Get what I'm saying? I am. I don't really use social media anymore. Yeah. I post on Twitter basically to say if I'm streaming or not. Right. And that's good. Like, I, I a lot then, of my tweets are like, re- it, if I'm, if it's something serious or political, usually I'm retweeting someone that has said it better than I could have said it. And most of my other tweets that I make myself are just like shit posts. So it's like, 
anything important, someone else has phrased it in a better way than I could have phrased it. So I'm retweeting them. I feel you. <laughs> so what we were what we were alluding to is Bon Appetit is on fire currently for a multitude oh, yeah. of reasons. And I'm just I I'm exhausted from JK Rowling and I'm exhausted from Bon Appetit. And I'm like, I, it's hard for me to even describe what happened to you. But like you've been you've been getting like the, the tea from your um, I've gotten the gist of it. I know that there's layers. Yeah, there's layers. There's brown layers face. Of, there's, you know, white bro mentality. There's, yeah. um, there's racism within the workplace. There's, like, corporate racism. There is, you know, a huge pay... Dis- or, um, it's not distribution. A pay discrepancy. Is that the word? There's a huge pay discrepancy yes. between... Um, white people that are um, working at Bon Appetit and people of color that are working at Bon Appetit. One thing that I I learned a, a positive from all of this that has happened with the Bon Appetit on fire situation on the internet is that I hadn't heard of the phrase um, BIPOC before. Uh, like until this Bon Appetit stuff was happening, I never heard the phrase. And apparently I'm not the only one because a lot of other people were like, what does this mean? Um, because I've heard the term POC before, which is people of color. And I was like, what is, I I assumed it was like bisexual people of color. No, that's not what it means. Apparently it means black, indigenous, and people of color. Apparently that's like the new all-encompassing term for people that are not white. Um, And so, because for some reason, like, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's just because I was living in like an insular bubble on Twitter. But when people were, were referring to the crew members who were who weren't getting enough pay because they weren't white on Bon Appetit. They were referring to them as this ac- from this acronym, and so I learned what BIPOC means now. And now it's it's that scenario where I'm seeing it everywhere now, and I don't realize I didn't. Maybe it was happening around me before, and I wasn't aware, but now I'm morally conscious of it now. So I learned what BIPOC means now. Instead of POC, it's now Black, Indigenous, and People of Color. So the more you know. There you go. Um, so, so instead of like da, da, going da. through with the Bon Appetit stuff, just look it up on Twitter. And like, if, if you aren't enough, Bon Appetit... I'm sure there's enough articles written about it. Right. Like people Google are going to do it. think pieces on this forever. Also, if you aren't, a, a, if you have no idea what we're talking about, it's fine. Just live in your bubble. It's not worth your time, truly. Um, but you know what is worth your time? Uh, it's Cheese of the Week. <laughs> is that where you were going? Sure, we can go there. Um, so I bought an accordion this week. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's the cheese of the week is my new accordion. So I popped da, into na, Joe's na, stream na, 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 na. this today. I pop into a stream about twice a year just to check on, yep. check on him and see if he switched sure. from being a pickle Make back sure to a human. Still and alive. He's still a pickle. I appreciate it. Um, and so he said that he bought an accordion. And so I was, I was expecting that you already had the accordion like in no. house. So I was going to tell you that you need to play the podcast theme song on the accordion, <gasps> but you don't have it yet. So no, I, a couple of days ago. So what had happened, this link to my favorite thing. Oh, um, okay. My favorite thing is a show called The Repair Shop. It oh. is a British show on Netflix where they take like antique stuff or stuff that has sentimental value to people and they repair it. So there's like a clock worker expert. There's like a couple woodworking experts. There's an arts and crafts expert. So it's all these like experts in their field of res- restoration and they restore stuff. And there's something really uh, calming about restoration oh, yeah. things. It, it is so fucking calming. It's like the Great British Bake Off. It's even calmer than Great British Bake Off. It's like a visual no ASMR. This woman was full on crying over her piano bench getting redone. This was something I was talking about in the stream. Mm-hmm. It was, I was tearing up because it was like a very important piece of furniture to them. Like their mom had sat on it, their grandma. And Lots the dog of butts had, had been on that up. bench. Lots of butts on that bench. And she was just like full on sobbing that it was repaired. And I was like right there with her. Mm-hmm. But um, so in the first episode, there's an accordion. Oh. And the guy, the accordion expert is like kind of playing some stuff. And I was like, I can do that. I want to learn how to do that. So I would, then I started looking up like accordion covers on YouTube. First of all, like the whole Amelie soundtrack is an accordion. So right. that was fun. So you're already there covers. basically. And then I was looking up like video game music accordion covers. And I was like, you know what? 
Maybe it's time. Y'all making banana bread? I'm getting an accordion. Joe is going to so, turn into an accordion gay. Okay. Is, that how, is that a subsect of us? A sub- it is now. It is now, honey. Um, so I'm going to be an accordion gay. I got a, I think it's a, let's see. It's a button accordion. It's not a keyboard accordion, but it's mm. a GCS three triple row buttons accordion. How much are and, accordions? I know nothing about accordions. Uh, so I paid around 400 for it. Oh my God, you're going in. They're not cheap. They are very not cheap. That was the cheapest one I could honestly find. That was like decent. Mm-hmm. They're like children's accordions and stuff. But I mean, you're basically a I mean, child. I, well, for one, I haven't spent money in like a year. You know, right. I've kind of been looking for a hobby, something to calm me down because, you know, I have, you know, about my anxiety. Oh, I, so, I haven't heard about your anxiety before. Do you want to <laughs> share with the class? <laughs> uh, anyway, the anxiety, sis. And I was like, I just I want something to learn. I remember how much fun I had learning the ukulele. I know mm-hmm. that's a whole different ball ballgame. Um, I can already m- read music, so I've got that part. Right. It'll just be kind of like learning the buttons. Yeah, something to concentrate and put energy into. That's totally right. I t- something I to that. concentrate and put energy into. That's a very good way of saying it. So, um, stag myself an accordion with part of my stimulus check, honey. And hell yeah, we doing it. So I'm I'm we curious doing it. Like, can you take accordion? Like, do, are there people that teach you how to play? Like, can you take accordion yes. lessons from like a from like a scraggly old man down the street? Yes. Oh, oh my God. So I was looking up accordion lessons online because they're all tele lessons right now. Right. There was this one lady and her, this is, it was creepy, but it said the students she was accepting were only male students ages five and up, no female students. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> I was what? like, do I need to report this? What yeah, is, is this, going is this on? discriminatory? What is happening here? Well, I know it was creepy, but I, mean, um, uh, I some... came across that while I was looking for an accordion instructor. I think well, it would be nice to take a few and then see how it goes, see where yeah. I go. Give it a shot. Give it the old college try. Sure. So that's my uh, cheese of the week. Nice. Your accordion is your cheese of the week. Something completely non-related. Um, it's cheese of the week. Accordion. Accordion. Um, I had, speaking of, of not teaching girls, um, I had a great grandmother named Grandma Bobby. And she was, um, and you know, who everyone has a Grandma Bobby, right? And she hated all of her grandchildren that were girls. And no one knew why, because she was like 90 and she couldn't hear. Um, but she like wouldn't let anyone who had like a, a grand, like any of her granddaughters visit her in the nursing home. And she just like had this prejudice. And like Grandma Bobby was a girl. She just hated other girls. She only liked the grandsons. Anyway, she also had a had a um a, wait a, a minute. Uh, what? Was your great grandma JK Rowling? I mean, you could say. I mean, I don't know what my grandma Bobby would have thought about trans people, but she's dead now. It doesn't matter. Um, but no, she also had a bird, a talking bird named Yaki Jack. So that's... Wow. Grandma Bobby was a person. Oh, also, I mentioned this on, I mentioned this to you um, in the stream, but I'm going to mention it to everyone on the podcast because I just need to mention it um, because Joe's favorite thing this week is, what's that show? Uh, Repair Shop. Repair Shop. I was once teaching a girl piano and she pissed on our piano bench and we had to throw it away. She pissed her pants. And I said you should have taken it to the repair shop. Right. I should have mailed it to the UK and they would have unpissed it for me. Allegedly. This pop off, sis. Piss this, off, piss, this, piss. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you not ruin? Who is that? Shania? Uh, I think it's Faith Hill. I looked it up. No. What? Anyway, I'll yeah, continue it is. believing. It is. It's Faith Hill. Weird. I'll just continue believing it, Shania. Yeah, you can. Okay. Anyway, talk more about your favorite thing because your oh, cheese of the week is tying it. in to your favorite thing. Uh, favorite thing, The Repair Shop on Netflix. Wonderful, soothing British show. Uh, so the main host of it, though, is actually on a show that I think was one of my other favorite things months ago uh, called like Money for Nothing, mm-hmm. where like they rummage around in garbage dumps and then spruce things up. And he was like the furniture guy on that show. I love so that. So he's now the host of The Repair Shop. 
Um, and then, yeah, then there's like, there's several permanent people in the repair shop and they all kind of, uh, will work on the same things. Like if the clock guy needs the, uh, clock face painted, he'll give it to the ceramics person. You know, they all help each other restore these items. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting and soothing and everyone gets along and we need wonderful. soothing content truly at this day and, and age. Yeah. Some things are like, a lot of the things that are brought in are sentimental, but then there'll be like some lady with a phone. She'll be like, I don't know where I got this, but I want my kids to play with it. And it's like, <laughs> honey, you, you found this in that, the dumpster. Go to the toy store, Brenda. It's like a, it was like a, a it's called a daisy phone or a daffodil fo- daisy phone. The ones that you have to hold with both hands, you know, you what? put the one thing up to your ear and then you put the other thing up to your oh, mouth. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. A candlestick phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She wanted it fixed so her kids could play with it. I was like, goodbye. The girl, it wasn't even her original too, phone. Yeah, they're 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 playing Fruit Ninja on their iPads or whatever. Yeah, these kids don't give a shit about this phone. <laughs> anyway, it's, it's for the right. most part, the things seem worthwhile to fix. Well, my question is, where's Sarah Beanie? Uh, I finished How to Live Mortgage Free with Sarah Beanie on Netflix. Even though I discovered there were more seasons, Netflix just doesn't have them listed. Is that a so hate crime? So I need crime? to search. Basically, it's Pride Month. Right. So I need to search out where to watch the remaining ones. Well, you might have to resort to the depths of the internet. You never know. It's, if you need help, I mean, let me know. Wink, wink. It's hard to find even it's these obscure British shows in alleged spooky ways. Spooky. Mm. Spooky ways. Spooky VPNs. (laughs) Spooky torrent sites. Um, Um, Well, good favorite thing. Thank you. What's your favorite thing? Well, my favorite thing is something that was my favorite thing at the beginning of the podcast, but it's not really my favorite thing towards the end of the podcast. It changed in the middle of the podcast. Are you ready? Oh, no. Yeah. So I got my $170 Google Pixel Buds. And oh, I, yeah. I have been loving them, except I'm starting to get the dropout bug with the Bluetooth, where it starts like dropping oh, no. out sometimes um, with your phone. It works flawlessly with everything else. And sometimes it works great and there's no dropouts whatsoever. It seems really random. Google says, according to some article I think I posted today, that they're going to start pushing firmware fixes for like one of the issues was that there was some hissing, which I'm not getting. And then the other issue is this Bluetooth, like it's it drops out when your phone is near and it's like going in and out and whatever. And that's going to be coming in the near future. Anyway, so I, I started having a, the dropout glitch in the middle of the podcast and I'm using them right now to talk to Joe. And so I took the left one out and put it back in its case and I'm just have I just have the right one in my ear and it seemed to solve the problem. But like I paid for two buds, not one. And so it happens. Well, randomly. hopefully they patch it. Yeah, I, I think that they're going to patch it. I think that they should. It's you know, they seem pretty confident that it's, it's going to come to firmware fix later. Um, it's still kind of dumb because it, it feels like, girl, why, why isn't this ironed out before you release the product? But hopefully it gets it, you know, fixes itself. If that gets fixed, I fucking love these Pixel Buds. They're expensive. I've really? never had any like Bluetooth earbuds before um, that have been like worth any money. Like I've, I've used like some shitty Bluetooth earbuds that were like $30 you know, that broke in like a week and like right. they did its job or whatever. But these pixel bugs are really slick and they, um, they're pretty. Were, yeah, they are pretty. I, I like the white ones. I like the case that it comes in. I like that. It's a wireless charging case. You can just put it on your little wireless charger and it charges. Um, one thing that I was apprehensive about is that I have always been a really big fan of ear pods by Apple, which are the headphones, not AirPods. Earpods, which are the right. style of earbuds that Apple makes that don't go into they they point into your ear canal, but they don't go into your ear canal and like form a vacuum suction. Because I right. always find those super uncomfortable and they were and they they always like hurt my ear after a while. I just I hated the clogged up feeling because I already have problems with my ears anyway, with my wax build buildup, which is gross. But I just I was never a fan of those kind of in-ear canal suction um, type of earbuds. And they're like all the rage. You you can't really find earbuds now that are of any decent quality that aren't those kind. And these Pixel Buds are are those suction kind of earbuds. So I was like, oh, I hope I actually like these. They have a vent in them 
like it there, there it's a little bit of suction but it's not nearly as much as it, it doesn't go nearly as far into your ear canal as like a lot of other earbuds do and then it um it has a uh a, 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 not a seal it, it has a little vent like i was talking about where it can let some of the outside noise in and so it it doesn't it's not uncomfortable like there's obviously a physical seal there and so like you can you can tell that like okay like i'm not hearing everything from the outside world but i don't think that it's to the point where it's uncomfortable or it makes my ears feel super clogged up as a lot of earbuds did right. so that was one of my things that i was very apprehensive about when i initially ordered these but no that hasn't been a problem the only problem i've had is these like dropout glitches um which hopefully should get fixed they work really well with my pixel phone um i like how quickly they charge in the case um i like the you know the features of being able to to like swipe back and forth and and pause and play music with them it's just that i've never really experienced a, a nice set of bluetooth earphones before and these pixel buds are, are were a good idea so I, I can't wait to continue using them and hopefully they fix this little bug and then I'll enjoy them even more. So if you have $170 to burn, maybe wait until they patch out this bug before you pull the trigger. But um, for right now, I'm really enjoying them. Wow. Well, I'm glad to hear a glowing review. I remember the first generation of them got yeah, they were mediocre hot garbage. to bad reviews. Yeah. Yeah, these so, are the second gen of them. So Well, good. I'm going to have to look into them. Maybe I can yeah. get Justin to get some. Yeah, I think that's that's your best option. It's like I Justin's a very it sounds like he's a very early adopter of this this sort of tech. Yeah. So I'm curious if you can convince him to buy a pair and then you can try that's them the out. Plan. And then if I you like the them, mint you get your own ones. pair. The mint ones and the gray ones. Yeah. I hate these orange ones. I hate yeah. this trend where everything's orange. It's the most obnoxious color. Girl, take it up with the orange brigade. Girl, take it up with Donald Trump and his Girl, fucking take orange it up with, ass fucking with, foundation florida orange juice uh i could go for a caprice not a capri sun a sunny d honey top 10 things that aren't orange juice sunny D. honey and that's why it's so good that's the tea <laughs> and that's the this fucking podcast tea. is sponsored by sunny delight i wish give me some of that sunny, sunny d, d money honey honey anyway that's um, my favorite thing pixel buds um if anyone else has pixel buds let me know what you think of them i want your i want to hear your opinions also yeah oh also, oh, fuck, we're like, we're, you know, we're over the podcast. I didn't even get to talk about Drag Race this week. Did you watch? I didn't watch it. I was going to tell okay. you, so we should save it. Okay, because I do me, plan on watching it. L- let me tell you that I've only one episode's been out and I the rules have changed and I am really enjoying it so far. Just from one episode, oh, it's a really good episode. So I, I think you might like it. Well, I'll be watching it for sure. I just okay. didn't have time this week. Yeah, girl. The world was on fire this week more than usual. So, you know, hard to make time for yeah. things that are enjoyable. Too busy Anyways. trying to get someone to take my blood. Yeah, girl. I'll take hire it. a vampire. Take it. Take it. Anyway. I just, I, how do you not pass out? You're so small and dainty. I feel like you only have That's about a That's why I have to take the lift, though. Generally, the place I get my blood work done, I can walk down to. But this one was further. And I was like, I will faint if I do not have transportation there. Right. Oh, also, correction from last week. I said that, um, was, what is it? Was it Venus Delight? I don't know. I saw you got get called out on Twitter, but I didn't even know what you were talking about on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who was it? it, it uh, you said some queen lip synced against some queen, but it was some other queen. Yes, it was. From the, what I gather. The, the person that picked up Mimi I'm, Mimi I'm first didn't, oh, it was India Farah. Thank you, Matthew, uh, Prince of Disney. I'm looking at you because I couldn't remember India Farah's name, even though she won a bunch of shit. Anyway, so Mimi I'm first um, picked up India Farah. Uh, oh, no, no, no. Backwards. India Farah. Wait, wait. Was it India Farah? Oh, India Farah got picked up yes. by Mimi I'm first. And I You're said it the other way around. India Farah was the victim, not the perpetrator. There you go. And India Farah still has giant tits. So that's your there correction you go. for this week. So glad I could clear um, the air. Well, good favorite things. Yes, good favorite things. <laughs> what a mess, girl. Um, and don't forget, check out the description. Uh, check out those organizations that support Black trans people. Um, lots of good ones there. Yes, definitely check out the link. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is that it? That's Girl, I'm done. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. We will also be having a bonus episode this week. So check out that too. Uh, Otherwise, we will see y'all next week.
Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Allison B, Andrew G, Ashley E, Ben B, Brat D, Carolyn A, Charlotte S, Chris K, Chris M, Christopher C, Dallas E, David M, Duran C, Devin B, Devoy C, Erica V, Feliciano D, James P, John H, Joshua R, Julian S, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Manny G, Marianne J, Matthew B, Maurice W, Nick I, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rebecca E, Rose G, Sandra P, Scott A, Tristan T, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. show.